Coucou mes vies, welcome to CKUT 90.3 FM. This show is a part of the Transforming the Airways, founded by Radio Meters, a residency for trans creative of color to create their own radio show. It's your girl, Miss Duprelato, and you are listening, you bet her. And today I have two special guests, not two, but three special guests, like, oh my God. I have one of my mentor, I can call her mentor, because like she's the reason why I'm here today, became like an um, activist for BIPOC and does LGBTQER plus. So please, an ovation for <laughs> Kamester. Uh, hello, gorgeous. Oh my God, I'm so happy you made it. I'm happy to see you. I'm so happy to be here and thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you for coming. You, Merci beaucoup. You, you came from Quebec City. Yeah, it's not that. People think that Quebec City is like from Dubai. <laughs> like, it's, it's two hours. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. I'm okay. But I'm used to it, but I'm really glad to be here. I'm and so I'm here happy. for you. So I'm glad for the discussion. I'm really excited. For yes. This. And also, I have uh, one of the gorgeous girls in Montreal. <laughs> I just met her like a few months ago. And she's pretty and she's so amazing. <laughs> Victoria, hello. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. I'm very happy to be you're here. You're pretty good and you're pretty too. Uh, okay. <laughs> and I have also, last and not least, like my partner of business. And um, <laughs> they are so cute. And he, <laughs> this is my amazing Casper. Hello, Mr. Casper. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? I'm good. Oh, sorry. I'm okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> So Listen, it's um, morning time, okay, for me. So it's okay, <laughs> no problem. So okay, so we're gonna start with you, come Esther. Like for the people who doesn't know who is come Esther, I'm just gonna let you present yourself and tell okay. to the people who you are. Where do we start? So my name is Camille Esther, Camille Estergaron. I'm from Quebec City. I my background is Haiti, and I'm adopted in transracial family. Um, and I'm president of Gris Quebec. I came for my own, but it's a really pleasure to be here. I have a lot of initiative in Quebec City, which is Loud and Proud Quebec City that we did for make a portrait for people of color. Um, I'm also doing a lot of event, and now I'm working as an advisor of con city consultant. Well, it is public consultation, concierge uh -huh. en consultation publique. But I work for Group 3737. But outside of the work, because I think it's important to describe ourselves outside, I'm really someone who is social for social justice. And I love seeing women of color, seeing people from LGBTQ community stand up for herself, make their own initiative, and also creating her own space. Because I think this is really Preach. important. And my pronouns in she and her. Amazing. For... For those one who doesn't know come Esther, you know, when I just came here in Canada, I was in Quebec City before, and um, I met her through a common friend, and then she was, you was starting your first, like, um, program. Yeah, my first, it was my first initiative that yeah. I did in the LGBTQ communities. Because I found that in Quebec City, th there's no, uh, there's not a lot of people of color who make a voice, and sometimes we feel alone. Mm -hmm. And so I decided to do Loud and Proud Quebec City, which is, it was in 2020, it was seven people of color mm -hmm. who make a portrait and explain the reality outside of Montreal. And, you know, at the beginning, it, just for... Just for a quick, just in parenthesis, uh, that okay. was something for getting back my coming out because my first experience was kind of traumatizing, really hurtful. 
And I was like, okay, I need to reapproprier ma narration, to reappropriate mm-hmm. my own voice. So I listened mm-hmm. to this initiative. Mm-hmm. And I thought at the beginning, thought, okay, we're going to do an Instagram page and it's going to be okay. But it's explode. There's so many people after that who call us and say, hey, I have my stories, I have my stuff. So then after that, I start to do some initiative. And then Gris Québec approached me mm-hmm. to decide to get there. And then that here we are right now. But I couldn't do this activity without you, without so many participants who were there. And I'm really glad that we met each other at that time. And it, yes. it, it, start, it not only was like a great friendship, but a great professional friendship too. Exactly, definitely. Because like, you know, when you when you approached me and then you was like, oh, I have something for the black queer community. Like I just came, I, I even didn't did my coming out to my family. Like mm-hmm. I, I think I, that was just the beginning. Like I was literally educating myself about who I am, uh, what I'm, what I what is what I can do for 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 people like me, and then you know when I did the experience with you loud and proud in Quebec, it's open like something in me. I swear, and this is why I was, uh, and it's make me feel so amazing. Like just being able to inspire people to talk my story. It was a. It was it was really interesting because most of the time when we talk about issue of LGBTQ community, I think everything is important, but sometimes we don't make we don't pay attention of what's going on outside of mm-hmm. Montreal, and so there's different realities. Some cities are really more conservative. Some people also feel alone because they don't have ballroom, they don't have nightclub for LGBTQ, they don't have necessarily safe space. So I feel like doing this initiative make make like a statement that we exist in Quebec City, mm-hmm. but also it makes also other people to not only come out, but just feel good about themselves and creating other stuff. And so it's really happy. And I'm glad that this this experience make you feel good and make you feel the, the woman that you are today. Definitely. And I'm really glad also. And I'm really glad to be here. I'm really glad to hear also <laughs> the reality also. Yes, I'm people. so like, it, it means the world that you are here. And thank you so much again. And we're going to come back to you soon because we have a lot of tea to spill. <laughs> we have a beautiful lady too. Pretty. <laughs> yes. So Victoria, she's like, um, we met uh, like uh, what, two months. Yeah. Um, I think it was in a couple months. I think. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It was like um, at the. Was it at the UPQ? Yes. Yes. It was like the f- Trans Pride. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so it was a couple yeah. of months. So I'm just going to let you um, present yourself. Introduce myself. Introduce yourself <laughs> with like what I, what you're doing. What is your inspiration? So we're going to n- hear everything. <laughs> Good. So, um. I was born and raised in Abitibi, so I'm not from Montreal. I'm from a small region and um, from a, a very small town called Amos. Uh-huh. Um, I moved back uh, in Montreal maybe a year ago, I would say. Oh. I have a background, actually, uh, that's more like legal or administrative. I used to work for uh, the Ministry of Justice for like two years. Uh-huh. Uh, I was a court clerk. So, um, a very nice experience, uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, for some reason, uh, I needed to leave that uh, that job, and uh, I wanted to come back to Montreal. I was uh, thinking about it for a long time, and also I met someone here. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> so, I came back here um, a year ago, and I started doing uh, volunteer work <coughs> for the ATQ, which <sighs> is the Idol Trans du Québec. Uh-huh. 
Um, and at first, so like I said, it was volunteer work. I became a, an administrator on uh, the board of directors of the organization. Mm -hmm. And um, because I know, uh, I, I knew uh, Marie-Michelle Grenier, who is the president of the board of directors. She's a good friend of mine. So when I said to her that I wanted to be uh, more involved in the trans community in Montreal and in Quebec in general, she, uh, she right away offered me to, uh, to, to do my part at the ATQ, which uh -huh. uh, I really appreciated and I was uh, really excited. So yeah, I started um, doing some work for the ATQ um, in, it's pretty recent, I would say in September maybe. Uh -huh. And then uh, it's been a month, I would say approximately, not even a month that I'm uh, uh, at the executive direction of the organization. Uh -huh. So uh, I'm now a, an employee. <laughs> yes, work. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's a big step. Right. Big step. So congratulations. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, I never thought I would be at the executive direction of an organization like the ATQ, actually. So it's a very big... Um, uh, how do you say? Uh, <laughs> yes. And um, but I'm really excited about uh, this job and about uh, all the, the, the things I see we can do for the ATQ also. Definitely. And I think like also you bring some fresh air at the ATQ, like definitely, because like we were talking about ATQ, like at Au Trans du Québec, there wasn't a lot of things happening. We're going to develop mm. all of this <laughs> later, but I'm glad that you take like the throne. <laughs> so I'm going to turn to my amazing friend, uh, Black Casper, yes. AKA King Rose, like uh, present uh, yourself. Oh my God. I never know what to say. Um, so I'm a ghost. <laughs> 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 no, but, um, so I'm a multidisciplinary artist. Um, so I make music. I'm also into theater. Uh, video games, comic books, whatever I can do, I'll do it, you know. Um, and uh, I'm the founder of Transgenders, which is uh, the first record label in the world that's dedicated to trans people. Yes. And uh, so that gave me, like, a bunch of visibility and, like, you know, fancy medias, that's what I call <laughs> them, like, Billboard, Grammy, eTalk, all of that. And, uh, yeah, but right now I'm working on a, on a fictional universe called Black Casper. It's a transmedia universe. Um, I love that it's called that too, <laughs> but it's basically like a, a storyline about um, uh, somebody who used to be a superhero who's now a vigilante fighting against the corruption of superheroes, like basically. And so there's like music, there's a play, there's a video game, there's a comic book, there's a bunch of stuff like in that universe that I'm, I'm always trying to like develop it more. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Amazing. And also you work a lot with uh, the community, for the community also. Yeah. And you are in charge actually for the um, for this here. Can you talk oh, yeah. about us a little bit? Yeah, because I, I think it is important. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you, like, whenever I try to introduce myself, I'm always trying to make it short. But I'm like doing a thousand things at right? once. So <laughs> I mean, we but, have to. Yeah, so I'm also like the coordinator for uh, the residency that Miss Dupré is on right now. So the Transforming the Airwaves residency, which is funded by Radio Meters. And it's uh, so uh, residents have six weeks, you know, um, to put together a radio show. So two weeks of preparation and then for a month they have a show per week. 
and so Miss Dupre is one of the residents. Uh, we've had two residents before. We're gonna have three more, I think, and hopefully, you know, it's gonna keep getting funded, and we'll have more. But the idea is to help like trans creatives build like, you know, something that's professional that they can then introduce to people and pitch it to get funding and stuff like that. You know, uh, it's not just having a radio show. It's really like thinking about the future, and the long term possibilities. So. You know, when you think about marketing and all of that stuff. Um, and uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Sounds amazing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so like uh, the reason why I, I I wanted to have you both of y'all here is about I need to talk about a topic like the association, the OBNL in uh, mm. Quebec in general, the province of Quebec, because like I think like there is a lot of sh issue, there is a lot of lag, there is a lot of things that we need to talk about it to make things better. Like, um, we're gonna start with you. So actually you're in charge with Greek Quebec. I, are you the first black <laughs> director yeah. in Greek? Oh my God. The first, that, that's Woo. what I didn't realize at the beginning. Like I watched, I saw the other, all the, the gris, on va, on, on va dire les gris là, en français là, on va dire les gris, but all like, like the gris and I was like, were there other like black before? Like no, <laughs> he's like no, but yeah, I'm the first president of the board of Agree. And and thank you. <laughs> but and you know what? I think this is important as people of color, trans people of color, black indigenous and people and and racial queer and trans to understand that it took a long time sometimes for us to get into those organizations because there's a lack of an of acknowledgement of intersectionality, <laughs> which make us sometimes that our space is not welcoming in the black community, is not becoming in the queer community. Mm -hmm. And I want also acknowledge because it's important that I I I have a, I'm cis, like my pro my pronouns is she and her and I'm cis and so I benefit from a privilege of being a cis person and that we have also a lot of work to do to understand and to be a, to be conscious and mm -hmm. to pay attention to our sister and brothers and, and non-binary um, trans mm -hmm. peoples and but especially people of color. So when I get into the organization, I was already involved in the board, mm -hmm. but to be president, it, it just, um, it, it's important representation but getting more into representation. So mm -hmm. not just putting a face of a, a, a whatever whatever color there and say, oh, okay, we have this one, congratulations, and then we go next. Mm -hmm. No, that we have to make sure that the policy that we make, the direction, mm -hmm. the vision is intersectional. We have to understand also what can we do to make sure that to get include more people because mm -hmm. it's not just bring people of color into classes and say the story, say, okay, goodbye, mm -hmm. because they can also face violence also. So it's make sure to create some space. And uh, yeah, this is a big step, but we have a lot of work to do. Yes, definitely, because this is what I what I used to say. I say like in the association, <laughs> there is a lack of the representation. I cannot understand that we have an association for gays and there is no gay people in an association like there is straight cis people who are running the association so the f it is it is it's 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 um it's happening that they don't even know the real realities because like i think like when you are running an ob in l you need to be 
front row. You need to know what's going on. You need to know the issue. You need to know what's going on. What what solution? What can I bring? So I think it's more important. That I don't, uh, you know, a lot of Obenadale is like, oh, I'm just going to bring like a black just to make show like diversity like the kind of tokenism exactly but then they bring somebody and they treat the employees like terribly you know like that happens so much where like they're like okay look we're gonna bring black people into the organizations and then they have black employees but every time something happens it's always a black person's fault like the 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 work environment is not safe for people of color in the first place so then black people quit and then it's like, okay, but like, you know, and they said, oh, we tried. But it's like, no, you didn't try because it doesn't, you can hire people and bring in diversity and representation and whatever. But as long as you're not paying people well and respecting mm-hmm. them and like giving them actual power in your organization. And, and you cannot just bring people and not doing their own work by mm-hmm. yourself. Like mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's the same thing. Example for cis people say, oh, we want, we, we want more trans people who want more stuff, but they don't do the work. And so when they mm-hmm. have microaggression, when they say something, and the person and the trans person say, "Hey, what you're doing is harmful." I heard all the time that the, the um, you know the stupid uh, sentence of saying like, "Oh, but but we all from diversity." That doesn't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. If you say that, doesn't mean nothing. <laughs> me coming from the diversity does that make me um, immune of saying some harmful stuff. So we have to do all the work together. Mm-hmm. And I Definitely. think also when you say like press because. I want to acknowledge that I have um, someone in the director, executive director, like you said, that you're the director, a director <laughs> you have a border, and sometimes it could be very stressful, mm-hmm. but we have a good um, executive director, and we really supporting uh, each other's. And for example, and how can I make that? Is, yeah, also the representation, but make sure to create also space that addressed it. Like mm-hmm. example, in Greek Quebec, we have a project that we make a lot of portrait to represent black mm-hmm. in black queer women, black trans women, and we sold the portrait from, um, and the artist who's doing it was really, really great. And the money was going to create um, in bourse, en fait, in bourse pour les personnes racisées, noires, autochtones, queer et trans dans la ville de Québec if they have any project and stuff. So we have to do those type of initiative. And even if, and, and some people are like, well, but if there's a nobody, well, I better see nobody, but there's the money for them instead of not giving enough money for these people. And another thing that I want to add, especially with the organization, is that there is organi- black and indigenous organization. The thing that we need to acknowledge, like big organization like Gris Quebec or Pride, Pride Quebec or Pride Montreal and stuff, this big organization has more like, um, they have a better approach, but they can better approach necessarily the subvention uh-huh. than others. Why? Because there's a lack of representation, mm. there's a lack of. So we have also a, a lot of job to do to how can we also support other organizations who doesn't have the same opportunities like mm-hmm. us to getting the money to doing their own project. Definitely. And I think that we have to talk about it more and it's more than just, oh, we're gonna take black, indigenous and stuff in the border. Yeah. We have to do more. Yeah, th- but I think we <laughs> more connected when you say that. Yeah. yeah, and also like the first time when we met, we, I was talking about uh, uh, ATQ because mm-hmm. you know, when I just came in Montreal, um, I, w- I was like, just searching what is the association because I always wanted to involve like in an association like to be part because as a trans black who's coming from Africa I wanted like to to to, to just see like people like like me that define as me you know and then 
find solution together. And uh, you know, when before I, I saw the difference when you come and before, because there wasn't mm. a lot of uh, stuff going on on the social media. Like I sent an email to ATQ and they take two months to answer me. And mm. I think like it's unacceptable for an association for trends. Like, and I always say it's, uh, it's cool. Like, to book me because I'm doing, I'm drag queen to book me and just pay me. But sometimes the most important, and I'm an activist, you know, it is part of me, it is my identity. I think it's more like to approach the trends because the reality of trends, you as a trans means are trends, we understand what we need and, and we also understand how hard it is like to to just be ourselves, like the, 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 the the, 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 to, to be able to have like the hormones, to be able to do a lot of stuff. And I think like, it's not about just, oh, we're gonna do a dinner, everybody gonna come and take, no. I think it's more important to see. The potluck. <laughs> right? <laughs> bring, a, bring a potluck, you wanna bring your food and everybody is happy. Exactly, like, like there is more things that matters like i see a lot of trans people like they, they just come to me and they say miss dupre you know i want this but nobody's here for me yeah. miss dupre who who can i talk like a lot of people even i didn't wo i don't work in organization they always dming me or when they see me at the village they approach me and say miss dupre what we what can we do about that and i didn't i don't have like enough power to make this change so you as a new director <laughs> of atq like tell us what is your plan what what do you what do you what do you what do you want to do to make this change because we talk um, we talk That's together. That's a big question. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked a big answer. <laughs> yeah. um, it's very interesting that you said um, that I'm bringing like, you know, fresh hair to the ATQ. And uh, I have to say, like for now, um, I'm at the executive direction of the organization by interim. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what will happen in the next months, you know. Um, I feel sometimes like I don't deserve this title yet no, no, no. we're no, not, not we're not doing that. this today we're not no. gonna do syndrome <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna do this today no but you deserve your place yes earn your place and and and, well, and thank you. it's still it's still a big job so mm -hmm. big congratulations yeah, absolutely. really mm -hmm. as a trans <laughs> woman you already have your place right exactly. period exactly. um I'm saying that more in the sense that, you know, I, even though I, I did volunteer work before, even when I was in Abitibi, like before coming in Montreal. Mm -hmm. um, so I have, I know a bit like how org organization, they w how they work and, uh, but uh, I never worked. Uh, it's the first time I work in a community organization. And then I have like um, the, you know, the job of, executive directors so, mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, yeah i do have the imposter syndrome like you said <laughs> but uh what i think is interesting from you saying that that i bring fresh hair to the atq is i feel like um a lot of people from the trans and non-binary community they associate the atq with older people you know because for many years um i think it was uh operated by older people Definitely. so oh, i think younger trans people <laughs> <laughs> bad, 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 bad. 
Like, right? they would kick people out of the room if they were non-binary or refused to disclose, like, the name of their doctors and every, like, their information. They were very racist, like, calling black people the N-word sometimes and stuff no like way. that. Oh, yeah, it was bad. You know, bad, you know bad, what we talk oh about? And that's lady is like this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm sorry to hear that. And, like, I do want to, to present, like, my excuse for the ACQ, you know. Um, I was not there at the time. And I cannot be, I think, responsible in a sense of the, the, past, of the, the past of the organization, right? But mm-hmm. I, I will try my best. And that's really my goal to uh, include... Um, everyone that's part of the gender diversity spectrum you know and also uh, from all different backgrounds and and so to have someone that's um young i want to say <laughs> at the executive direction of the atq i feel like maybe uh, our services m- will be more adapted to younger people also um i know organizations like um what is it called? Uh, there's a, there are community organizations for uh, uh, LGBTQ plus people that's uh, y- uh, for youth, you know. Uh-huh. But um, at DTQ, we always said like everyone is welcome. At least I'm, I'm saying it now. <laughs> everyone is welcome. We want like everyone from uh, yeah. We want we want everyone to work together. You know. If I can say yes, something. of course. You know, I can can say something like I. I feel that sometimes there's a big pressure with big because le- let's there there were also some problem in the past also in, in Quebec. Mm. Like, so I think if every organization, every big organization has their own skeleton. Mm-hmm. Right. And sometimes when we arrive and we are part of the diversity, we have the whole pressure or try to solve all the problem for twenty so of, of ten years ago. Uh-huh. That doesn't mean that we need to invalidate because of it course. was an issue. Absolutely. It was it an happened. issue. But I, I don't think we need to put all the pressure for us. We need that, like that to, to, you know, kind of a PR thing. Mm-hmm. But we have to say, okay, those <laughs> things happen. A PR no, thing. But, <laughs> no, but, but those things happen. And now how can I do? Because you have also to protect yourself. Definitely. Yeah, but you know? of course we have to like acknowledge it and to work um, in order to make it better and make sure that nothing like that happens again you know mm-hmm. um i'm very uh, conscious of that and uh, and your question so was uh, what 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 is your plan for the atq what is it? because like <laughs> you are in the front row right you know what's going mm-hmm. on with the with the community you know what we need so like i think we you you need to as a direct like just to to be able to find solution or like you know we we me Casper, um, come Esther like any if you want help of any of us we will be definitely here mm-hmm. because it's about us it's about making things better you know mm-hmm. you know I me like I'm not afraid to go ask help you know when I went to um when I went to Quebec and I have the panel of discussion discussion uh, I was like. Um, there was like, oh, I was like, there is, we have need. And sometimes when I write email, when I talk to you, you don't need to, you don't need to wait me coming to you. And not only that, not just for the pride, like the whole year. Exactly. Like, the whole year. Like now it's, it's, it's Black History Month. What, what, uh, what are you going to do first March? Like uh, June is Pride Month. What are you gonna do July first? You gonna remove your your queer logo? Like like mm. it's not. It's it's more than just signification. Yes, they need to be there. But just like you said, 
Like, I don't know why they had to reach you out because it's the, it's the pride. And pride is not just, like, just for fun. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is the reappropriation and stuff, but it's more than just exactly. being here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is what I used to say. Like, it's okay to just, oh, kiki, tea, smile the tea. But, like, the most important is our lives. Like, people outside are, are they don't have choice. You know, mm-hmm. it's so hard to be um, to be a trans and to find a work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as, as it, what is important also to acknowledge is is in most of privilege and talk about privilege and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's also acknowledge that there's some people in the queer community that sometimes I could myself have a privilege of having a job, having something to like to eat or something, but. Mm. It's not just kiki because there's definitely systematically vi- systemic violence mm-hmm. toward the queer community, which is finding houses, which is trying to, to find a job, violence that they face in their own, com- even in their own Obeyanelo community. So it's important also to acknowledge those stuff yeah. and make sure that being I'll able to have a job is also a privilege, you know? Definitely. <laughs> What's that? Being able to have a job is a privilege. Because I, for example, I don't have a, right now I'm like waiting for my PR, right? So I can't work. Mm. Um, so this is like volunteer work, you know, that I'm doing. So it's like just that. And like, it's not just I can't work. It's like most organizations are straight up going to tell me we can't help you. And the thing is like, we're in Montreal and it's a safe haven for queer migrants because you know so many of us come here because we come from places where we're not accepted and stuff right and then we come here and every services is for people who have health insurance for people who can change their name for people like the services for trans people like it's not why why do i care because it's like oh we're gonna help citizens change their name or people who have pr change their name oh we're gonna help people get on hormones and all of that but are you helping people who don't have health insurance? Are you helping people Definitely. who can't change their name? Are you helping mm-hmm. people you're not? And the thing is, like, I've reached out to, for example, when I had to, like, pay for my lawyer to, like, do immigration, you know, pay for my immigration and stuff. There's, there's only one organization that helped me out, and it was Aztec, you know, mm-hmm. which is an organization that also focuses on sex workers. They do great work. Yeah, and, and um, they're so mm-hmm. underfunded compared to a lot of big organizations. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so right. you know, it's like Agir and all those organizations that, like, really help people who don't get help anywhere else. And, and then it's not just that. For me, like, one thing that also, like... Um, kind of like I've noticed uh, with organizations and things like that because it happened to me and it's happened to people I know. But black trans people, we know how to look good. It's not a shade or nothing. We just know how to look good because we got no choice. You understand? Uh-huh. Like if, if I want to do good in life, I have to present myself a certain way. But because I present myself a certain way, people think I have money. People think I have all the help I need. And I've had straight up people tell me that they didn't want to book me because, yeah. oh, but you good. You don't need the help. Oh. And I'm like, do yes. you know my realities? Like, just because I know how to, like, buy my shit on AliExpress wow. <laughs> doesn't yeah, that, mean. <laughs> you know, that's another thing that we, that, that when we talk about privilege, and, and I think I totally agree with you, but you talk about being able to have a job. You talk about, and I'm kind of laughing when you said we black people have to look good because I definitely <laughs> changed my look. Like, I didn't come like this. I have my glasses. I didn't have to make I said I had to go to the washroom and then I changed and I put like one of the best outfits to make sure like to uh-huh. look good because I feel this is like c'est comme instantané because we don't want to 
having that tag because of her hair, of her skin color and skin. So we have like to look good while we know that straight white men absolutely mm. miserable can go on TV live and be absolutely <laughs> shitty. And they gonna, and people yeah. are gonna believe them like this. So but we have a lot of pressure. Uh-huh. And I wanna say when you talk about the look good, I think we need to acknowledge the privilege of straight passing. Which is something mm-hmm. also that that makes people have more facility to get a job, mm-hmm. to get a promotion, or have anything to do in mm-hmm. the workplace, or just like to find a house. So it, it, I feel like we need to have more conversation about privilege in our own communities, yeah. which is because it's gonna make reduce lateral violence mm-hmm. or ignorance from our own community mm-hmm. like that. So when you talk about being able to have a job, I feel also like straight passing is a, it's a it's a. But that's so mm. nuanced in the black community too, right? Because because it's like we don't have no choice like because <laughs> that's the thing that i feel like i'm non-binary right i can't every single white trans person i meet oh he him oh sir oh bro oh dude and then stuff and i can i can wear makeup i can wear like women's clothes like you know what i mean and people will still be like oh you're the most aggressive masculine macho <laughs> man that ever lived you know and I feel like, you know that whole, like, oh, if you're, like, part of the black community, you're automatically masculine and aggressive and all of that. And for me, I remember one time, like, I went to, like, a, an event wearing something very femme. And I swear to God, I had a panic attack in the metro because I was, like, I don't, people, I'm scared. Like, I don't know, you know? Definitely. And it was something that, like, I feel, and something I feel with, like, for example, when you think about, like, black trans women, you know, um... Because you notice that, like, yeah, black trans women are going to be, like, hyper-feminine. A lot of people are like, oh, but, you know, you're hyper-fem, whatever. And it's like, yeah, but they got no choice. And they and got they no got, choice in order got, to survive. Yes, you know and what I mean? We were yeah. talking, I was talking with Victoria mm-hmm. with this, like, the last time that I saw you. And I told you, like, a lot of people also, we, we kind of have, like, we three, like, the kind of trend, like, the straight passing, you know? Sometimes when people see me and it was like, Oh, you trans. Oh, you don't look like a trans. But, honey, what is a trans? <laughs> and what does that mean? What does that right. fucking mean? Like, like, like what is the trans must... Like, it, 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 it's so wrong in so many levels because they think, like, oh, if you are not too feminine and then you look like a girl, you're not a trans. Like, fuck mm-hmm. that shit. Like, I'm, I'm so mad when people come to me and say, oh, when they say, oh, you're so beautiful for the black. Oh. For who? Like, oh my god, mm. the audacity! <laughs> when people like, are like your, tra- your transition but was so successful, and you're like, as when I had an STM controller stop me in the metro the other day to be like, Hey, I can't, I don't remember how the how I know the person, but I was like, Oh my god, because like, you know, uh, cops, STM cops, same stuff, right? So he stops me, and I'm like, terrified. And he's like, oh, your transition went so well. And I was like, what the fuck? What? But my issue is, how the hell people feel comfortable to tell you that? They, they don't want to see you high, but they're okay to say so many intrusive mm-hmm. and personal stuff. So, it, and sometimes it, it just, it's not, it, I don't want to talk about it this day. Like, maybe it's something that you feel sometimes. So, I'm just wondering, like, how sometimes can you, like, pro- do you try to protect yourself? Is that happening, like, most of the time? Because I cannot understand it as, as a cis person. So, yeah, definitely. Like, you know, they, they come and they say this and they think, like, oh, they are t- saying great things. Like, you need to be, yes, mm-hmm. no. They think it's a compliment. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. but it's not. Because, you know, you are invalidate my other sister or yeah. brother because... 
like fuck that shit yeah. like i need people to stop and also the question that i just want to go to jail when people ask me <laughs> did you have bottom sur- surgery i swear like people are Classic. so comfortable in 2023 am i asking <laughs> you like oh, what you is sh- in your pants you should see the but messages that, i get yeah. on a daily basis <laughs> oh my god but why it's like, <laughs> like this like why people feel so comfortable to asking you because they the think you transition for them you know mm. i think so my theory is that like oh, we d- we talked yeah. about trans people being like trans people are in the wrong body and that's been the narrative mm. for a very long time but if you're not in the right body then whose body is it mm. it belongs to the public it doesn't belong to you so as soon as you tell them and you come here and you're like this is not my body i don't accept it no 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 it becomes public domain you know what i mean mm-hmm. um that's why that's what you know as soon as you take a, a agency over your body and you're like actually i love this body it's mine respected at the same level you know it bec- it creates a bit more of like uh you know a distance between people and their questions but it has to be the narrative that's like the over narrative but the thing is like for a very long time um the older trans people for believe that you know being trans is a disease uh it means that you have gender dysphoria and therefore you have to cure it and the mm-hmm. cure is passing as cis you know mm-hmm. and so cis people think that like our goal is to be them so if they compliment us, if they want to have sex with us, if they show us any type of attention, we should be really grateful because it means we pass the test. And also, it's, it's important to understand that a lot of cis, a lot of people who are queer but, and cis and in the queer community can be violent too. Oh, totally. Like, <laughs> 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 but like, the, I think sometimes we need like we need to be called out, and definitely if we say some stuff that are problematic, and when you talk about it, it's really interesting because because again, some people could say, but we are all from the LGBTQ communities, but it's not like that. Mm-hmm. There's some systemic oppression, there's uh-huh. privilege mm-hmm. that come with there's, and I think that we um and and you just you talked about the immigration. Like the fact that being a citizen here makes you a more a lot of privilege, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and privilege is not just gender, race, and, um, mm-hmm. and and orientation. It's more than that. Mm-hmm. Totally, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think like it's a lot of problem. And you know, when 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 you when you need to deal with all of the stuff, or you need to go to work, you need to mm-hmm. to make your dreams come true, and then people outside they're coming, you know, and then they. They don't want to make you feel that you belong here. That it's it's just a match. So I think like the association who are here, it is their job because they're having the money of the government. Because you know, I love how you look at me. You have the money. (laughs) (laughs) But that's true, you know. Because when I went to Ottawa, I went to ask like uh, I I have like a, a huge meeting and there was entrepreneurs and all of the stuff. And I went and I say. What are you doing to the community, to the LGBTQ community? And they're looking right at me and they say, oh, the government giving this amount of money for the LGBTQ community. But where the fuck is the money? Right. Yeah, that, that's it. That's because we still, we still <laughs> the fucking same since, since where is the money? What are they using this money for? Because like there is a lot of lack of services in montreal mm-hmm. and that's not okay I, I feel also that because i think that you understand too when you are in um in kind of a big organization 
when you receive money, which is called subvention, let me say in French, they're asking you some stuff. So they have kind of, I'm going to say it in French, but quand tu reçois une subvention du gouvernement, le gouvernement demande des comptes à rendre. Mm -hmm. So sometimes there's a lot of organizations who want to do, all, if they can do it, they will do everything, but they have to make a coordination with what the government asking them from the subvention. Mm -hmm. So this is why sometimes, and this is how also sometimes like, some organizations play politics. Some again, I'm not talking about That's the right. But no, some, <laughs> no, but I, I was looking at you, but 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 sometimes, it, 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 it's yeah. like like you and I know I I hate to say this, and I know some people will hate if I say it. <laughs> but sometimes you have to play the game, and that's the issue because when you play the game, that means that your own situation that you want to do, sometimes you have to do compromise, and and the more you get compromised the more yeah. some people are left behind. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, I know this is a not comfortable conversation to have because I know organizations <laughs> come and we only bienveillant, nous sommes armed, but there's still this stuff that mm -hmm. we go because if the organization doesn't want this money, then where are they gonna have other? And mm -hmm. most of the time, OBNL are not private. <laughs> Let's not mm -hmm. talk about the private, please. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Mm -hmm. the, the, I think this is, but this is how it works. And, and I don't know. Do you feel that sometimes that that it when we are in organization and we want to get more money and stuff, which is sometimes from the government or sometimes we depend <coughs> on them, then some organization like have to play the game. Like, do you feel that in some? Yeah, way? absolutely. Um, and you know, uh, one thing I realized at BATQ since I'm since I'm there is, I had this moment where I told myself like the ATQ was officially founded in 1980 and still to this day we have of course like during the the past couple years uh, it changed a bit and some people uh, were uh, working at the ATQ and they left and all but like right now we are three employees and we exist since 1980 no so like where is the funding and like how do we not um, have more employees, you know, and have more people uh, he helping our community in the street, you know? And that's um, a job. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out like <laughs> what to do, where do I go seek the funding? Because uh, of course um, we see like, we know the needs of the community and uh, we want to work for the people that, you know, need our help in the uh -huh. community, but like, we cannot we cannot only want you know like like even if we want it y someone needs to to hand their their uh -huh. hands you know and hmm. and also like the fact that you're three uh, three employee like if 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 acting in the conservative bank was seven employee but even seven employee we have to take other money to get other because it, again in the um, Dans le communautaire, in the communities, there's not a lot of em employee. And mm -hmm. sometimes their employees get tiring. They get of exhausted course. because there's so many work. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of work, emotional labor, emotional stuff. Also, people receive a lot of, st of, a, a lot of story from trauma and everything. So it, it could be, like, really difficult. Yeah, absolutely. And I think also we need to address a message to the people that we are here for this because we need to make them hear what we have mm -hmm. to say. Like ATQ, it's the Association Cause du Quebec. Like, you know, uh, the first thing when I came, it's like Googling and it's ATQ. I'm a trans. Oh yeah, really? Oh, that's so nice. I need to I go mean. there 
So if I go there mm. and I don't find any help or any something, it, it's not okay. Exactly. You know, mm. so, so so we need to make something, we need to make things move. You know what I mean? There's currently a must. Like at the organization, we I think one of the first thing I have to do is to um, maybe like restructure the organization, mm -hmm. like, you know, uh, the employees, but also like uh, there's a lot of movement on our uh, board of directors and we need to figure out why and um, in order to uh, to be able to uh, the thing I want is to bring the ATQ somewhere else, you mm -hmm. know, like with the big or organization because yeah. we have our place there. You know? Definitely. Um, yeah. So. So, sorry, I lost but my. Border, but the border is also something because, I and I said and I said for my team, I said, there's nobody gonna come here just for saying, oh, I'm in the board, because when you are in a board of an organization like this with so many sensible situations, so many sensible issue, you cannot just came here once a month, listen, and then go back home. There's there's implying some involvement, engagement mm -hmm. in there. Involvement, even if you're on, even if in the border, they are not paid that we have to make sure that as, as which is director, executive or president, to make a knowledge that if you are here in the board, you have to understand to do the work, to be involved mm -hmm. and to make sure that organization can work so we can get up and get up and up mm -hmm. and then level up and getting the work and, and giving the services that we need. But how does that system work if people, because that's the thing that for me I find that's like very problematic in how organizations work, is that people on the board are not paid. Therefore, there's only a certain type of people who are going to be able to just want to be on the board because they have to be privileged enough to have enough money to pay rent. I like and you because you challenge me, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, it's real, because no, a, lot, a lot of people don't have, the privilege to be able to do free work, you know what I mean? Or the mm -hmm. unpaid mm -hmm. work. And mm -hmm. to be in yeah, awards, you're doing a lot of unpaid work and it's a lot of emotional mm -hmm. labor. So you can't be too traumatized yourself. You need to have a step of stability in your life, which a lot of the people that those organizations are trying to help do not have. Mm. And whenever those people who have that privilege help, they do not know the realities, right? And so it happens that like then, they try to they think that oh this certain group of people needs help but then they completely ignore other groups for example i don't know if you know but if you're a trans man over 25 in montreal no homeless shelter will take you oh you know there's no but not not just homeless shelters there's just problem. zero resources like no resources because if you're not under 25 or mm. if you're like a trans man they're like oh you're a man you're good you know but that goes for non-binary people who are masculine too because a lot of services are for women and non-binary people therefore like when i ask like okay cool can i come they're like ah, actually maybe not you know um so it's like but then the people who are on the board are not people who are like me therefore they don't understand that you know i would mm -hmm. like to be included sometimes you know yeah. <laughs> um mm -hmm. and so and it's the same thing for like yeah for migrants for people who are on the street for people who because also one of the thing like we gotta look good is like another thing is like we i've seen homeless people be refused funding because they look like they have it together and it's like yeah but i got no choice otherwise i'm gonna stay homeless forever like you mm -hmm. know what i mean and so but the thing is people who are you know taking those decisions they have an idea of what the homeless person looks like they have an idea of what struggling looks like and they don't understand the reality 
And so what do you do to fix that system, you know? <laughs> and we were talking this also together. We were saying, like, there is shelter in Montreal, but there is no trans shelter. Mm. Like, where is the, tra like, the, you know, when you are too, when you are, When, when you are in transitioning and then you went to shelter, because one of my trans sisters told me that, they say, oh, you cannot stay mm. in the shelter of women because you're too manly and then mm. you're going you're gonna to make them uncomfortable. And I was like, what? Yeah. <coughs> so even if in, the, in some shelter who are reserved for, which is in the binary world, women mm. and men, they even like say harmful stuff and they make some violence Definitely. to women yeah. Sorry, this and I totally agree with you about the the free work and the stuff that and what happens is sometimes you get to an organization for X X Y Z and you get in the board and it's like all white men <laughs> <laughs> because and, and for me also I was asking I said why but now mm -hmm. I understand why because these people from the privilege from the system they benefit from a lot of stuff so they have they can have a stable life which is I'm doing my nine to five or I have my business with what so many dollars I can I can have and then I can do the free work to get yeah. engaged mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. so also like, I think also is to find a balance and say okay yes I, I I work hard for this organization but also I know is because I can do that because mm -hmm. I don't have to stress about other stuff about the human base my human needs mm -hmm. yeah. so yeah and you know like I you like a lot of organizations ask me like if I do something for free or if I, I cannot what for free because oh, yeah. I have I have free? a lot of things I have a lot of things going on like Miss Dupre is not Miss Dupre for free is that happen also to, to you when you are part of the diversity they they approach you and you're like okay but like it's okay you can't have me as a mm. host or panelist but How much? And they are like, but we are here for acknowledgement. They, they come back <laughs> with us and like, we are booked and busy. We don't have time like to do just something for free. Mm -hmm. Especially doing inflation. <laughs> like, it's no. important to understand it's not that. Just free. If it doesn't fit my Uber and my meal, I'm actually paying to be there. Exactly. Mm. That's the and thing. I'm not paying for white people to listen to me talk. Okay. <laughs> yes. the, the issue is that I feel also that Even after the acknowledgement, uh, acknowledgement of everything that was going on with the black life, but but well, we have to talk about it also in the black <laughs> communities. That's another stories, but <laughs> there's a lot of where well, that's another that's another TED talk. But when we talk about <laughs> when we talk about this, about tell me about your stories, I feel there's um, there's a fine line between yes, I'm gonna express my stories, and sometimes there's trauma porn. Mm -hmm. The line is so fragile yeah. sometimes, mm -hmm. and I'm like, I think it's important to look careful about what the person wants and especially where it's going because it's it's a lot of exhausted that to go there to tell your story to tell your story and say thank you so much goodbye uh -huh. like and, <laughs> and there's no help to because that's also something that like another thing that bothers me is like okay cool now I'm not homeless anymore I got a roof and I'm eating okay but who's gonna help me thrive. Because that's another thing. It's like uh -huh. the only people who are getting help are also, you know, and then there's no support for people like Miss Dupre who are trying to start her own business. But the thing is, like, 
all of that money and like all of those resources put in into like investing into like you know black trans owned businesses and for example you know trans trenders um <laughs> and Miss Dupre I told cosmetics because I had to stop you know working with like I had to stop the labels activities when I lost my you know my work permit and stuff and there's no help and the thing is like so but the if you don't give us support in order for us to thrive and to be able to be stable on our own and to be independent and for me that's it like we need to be independent from those mm-hmm. organizations. That's the goal, right? Mm-hmm. You keep people, you help them until they don't need you no more. Yeah. But right now, it's like all of a cycle of like keeping people close. So as soon as the organization leaves, there's no help anymore. Like there's no help to get you past that Definitely. level of like I'm eating now, but now I would like to be able to feed myself and not have you feed me constantly. Definitely, you know? and mm-hmm. me also. You know, when I when I when I went to meeting, when I meet entrepreneur, when I go to talk to people about my business, and I was explaining what I wanna do. Like I explained, I I have my 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 numbers, I have everything, and it was like, oh no problem, we are here to support. Okay, two days later, email, no answer, call, no answer. I mean, hello, am I a joke to you? <laughs> like seriously, sometimes it's just like. I don't and sometimes I'm just like but why you know I have an organization I was like okay I'm I'm doing a business I wanted to to do an um, um an event with you and then we're going to find resources and going to take part of the resources mm-hmm. to do my business and you're going to take part for the association and they say fine send me an email I stay one hour to send them that email it's been two months no answer and that's not okay. So I don't have choice to just go on my go and fight for myself to just have what I deserve or what I want. And also when you, and it's kind of bring back when you present yourself, when you go where you want it, you have to look good. Mm-hmm. You really have to look good. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes the more you get close to, to cis normativity or integral normativity or straight, like straight normativity, then they will be more approaching to you. So this is why sometimes it could be very, very hard and all the, the why, like all the classes and all the issue and struggle sometimes are not enough um, knowledge from the people who are deciding or the people who are on the board. Mm-hmm. But also there is a problem is that, as you say, I'm going to help a little this person because mm-hmm. I want to keep them close. So when something is happened, I know where to go. So there is a problem. There, the problem is they want us to stay where we are because this is mm-hmm. what av- advantage them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there is also the problem. Aya Nakamura, like the mm-hmm. French, they don't love Aya Nakamura because why? She's a black woman who succeed and who is you mean, you mean successful? The, the, what, successful. The I'm sorry, sorry. Yes, yeah. Ayana Kamara, oh, the yeah, singer. Yeah, my yes. God. But that's the whole thing is because the it's in, but with trans people is the same thing. I've noticed that we get a lot of haters look at as soon as we look good and we have ourselves <laughs> together because it's like, oh, I'm cis and I can't look as good as you or like I can't, I'm not as <laughs> talented and like you love yourself with that body. How dare you? You right. know what I mean? And they kind of like, but that's how they feel. Right. You know, it, it, is that, is that maybe an insecurity that they project? But that's yes. But it's I think all of the phobias and stuff is insecurity deep down. But that whole thing of like we have to keep trans people like in a state of like we're always kind of struggling it's because you're not allowed to be trans and be more successful than i am 
I'm going to help you so I can make myself look good because I'm a hero and a savior and, oh, such a great person. But don't be too good because we still want you to struggle more than Mm -hmm. us. You know, it's kind of of ironic because I feel it in my own experience. I feel it more in the black community. That's another subject. But I feel a lot in, in, in the black communities where... I remember when we were in, in 2020, if you remember the old March for the Black Lives Matters, and the fact that there's many trans people, black trans women, black trans people who came to support in the name of, of George Floyd, mm-hmm. but they hired sometimes to be beside someone else who is very transphobic, that they don't, they don't feel safe in the place, and also to have that knowledge. And I remember when there was, I think in Montreal, the big, um, they, they put that on the street, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> and the matter, they put it on color. And I see the comment. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> because people were so homophobic, mm-hmm. transphobic. Swear. I swear. village too. I, I, said, <laughs> I said in the comment, and they were like, but why did you put it in the color? I swear. And, and, and I heard, and I said, don't tell me. Because they said, if we talk, I heard someone said, if we talk about LGBTQ, we divide the communities. Like, are we really dividing? Or you just don't want to acknowledge your own homophobia? But that's colonization. That's, I feel like that's a whole other topic. Because, uh, by the way, there's uh, <laughs> we, need, we need another hour. <laughs> yeah, right now, there's three minutes left, just so no you know. No way. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. There's three minutes left, but... You know, like, uh, but yeah, like, you, it's like, colonization. like as, you, as you as you said, you know, when when they see like Instagram picture of of um, Victoria, oh my God, look, Victoria is stunning. They're gonna write <laughs> on comment and Thank they're gonna you. say, oh, you got, you're still a dude. I see. They they, they mm. tell it to um, um mm, to Gabriel Mario. Gabriel Mario. They yeah, they, they, right. they send yeah. him message. Oh, you're still a man. You're still a dude. Like. Like Why you you look good, but deep down we all know. Uh, blah, blah, exactly, blah. <laughs> and I like you said, see, like <laughs> my favorite is when they tell me, "Oh, but you're not a man," and I'm like, "No, I'm non-binary, actually." So, <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, when, when I I when a friend of me went at a um, club with their their girlfriends and everything, and there is the guy who see the girl, and they was like, "Oh my God, she's so beautiful," and then she was coming talking to them, and then that make the, the her her friend jealous and they they go see see the see the guy and they say honey she's a man <laughs> <laughs> this is so cool like, oh know. my this god is, that's what not friends what, 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 what they don't realize is that it's vi- it's violent it is. Doing that because it invalidate your own identity or who you are and this is not okay and it sh- shouldn't be and it shouldn't be okay and it shouldn't be normalized it shouldn't be like that you know Definitely. And, and, and we don't because that's the thing we don't ask like to understand or to comprehend. We're just asking you to respect, and it seems uh, very hard in 2023. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> so unfortunately, I think we're gonna do a second part <laughs> all together, <laughs> like seriously. But this time it's gonna be in French because I want to <laughs> to look good français. On est au Québec ici. On parle français. Come on. The second part should be like within the black community, like the big, the big stuff. Well, anyway, you decide. You're the yeah, king. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, Victoria, yes. please tell us your handing word, your handing word about what we just talked about the topic about the association. Uh, tell, tell, tell us whatever you want. What, what? I mean, it was very nice to uh, to have this platform to talk uh, about our communities and. Um, 
Uh, I learned a lot, actually, also, like, it, it was really nice to hear you talk about your experiences, and uh, I just want to say, like, if you leave, um, if you give, you give me the permission to uh, uh, give, like, her phone number at the APQ and all, if some people might need it, um, I want to say we have a 24-7 uh, helpline uh, for trans non-binary and questioning people, uh, it's one eight five five nine zero nine nine zero three eight extension one and it's toll free so 24 7 and also we are on facebook and instagram mm -hmm. i'm trying to be more present on yes, the social I media see like you it. <laughs> and uh yes uh if people also have informations about transitioning where to get like a letters um about uh, hrt hormonal replacement therapy or anything like that they can contact us and we will help them as best as we can. Perfect. Like you said, I'm trying to make the delay shorter for the email. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I have my colleague. You got thank you. Thank you. But, my, you, but you got thank this. Thank you. My you colleague uh, Kim is working a lot to uh, only maintain like our basic services, you know. So we are doing all we can to help. Um, Perfect. Thank you so much for Thanks coming. And thank you, you so I much for honored. coming. And 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 then we're gonna have a lot of a lot of okay um, opportunities to work together of and course. to talk. And I think like we we I I used to say it takes a village to make the change, mm -hmm. and we are the change. So last word That's for right. you, Kamester. <laughs> so I just wanna say that no matter what you wanna get involved or. or, or be involved with your degree or ITQ or anything else, I think it's important for ourselves to gain knowledge, to learn, unlearn, and relearn, mm -hmm. and to do the work, and sometimes to always like be involved and to level up, and I mm -hmm. encourage every person who is in the queer community to not only like, it, but to the queer community, but any communities, to be able to do the work and to be able also to acknowledge themselves and to never be afraid to learn mm -hmm. and to never be afraid to unlearn and be able to relearn. So uh -huh. this is something mm -hmm. that's really important and I really appreciate the conversation. I feel really privileged to decide beautiful <laughs> 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 queen, my queen and i'm really happy to meet you because really nice get to hear your input and i'm really Definitely. happy that you've you kind of challenge you sometime but i i i'm okay <laughs> with that i kind of <laughs> like it thank you so much Esther, for coming thank you. i really love your work i really love you as a person and i'm so privileged to have you as a friend definitely we got each other's back exactly we gotta keep going exactly and keep going. i think like it's so important sometimes to to just ha know that you have black sisters on your back that whatever happened whatever you do sh you, uh, whatever i'm doing you are always here and you are always supporting and it means so much to me so thank you so much for being such a you wonderful and amazing person I'm sorry, <laughs> and uh, last Shit. word for you mr casper oh my god i don't know uh <laughs> i miss summer <laughs> That's my that's my last word. So you know, uh, and also if you want to support trans people or if you want to like you know, just like send us money, book us, hire us, pay us cash under the table. Um, <laughs> I, I never said that. Please cut that part. Uh, <laughs> but you know, no, for real. Like put your money into into like uh, the pockets of trans creatives and trans artists and stuff because I feel like there's also a big focus on the community into backing people who do academic work and completely forgetting the creatives and putting all of the energy into criticizing 
transphobic creatives instead um you know uh and so i feel like you know the same amount of energy that people put into for example uh bashing people who play the harry potter game put that same amount of energy into you know funding trans creatives and people who can actually write stories where trans people are well represented because like we we deserve you know to also like be uplifted in our own communities which doesn't happen often sadly and so like yeah Praise and in <laughs> those words, thank you so much for listening to us. That was you better with Miss Dupre Latour. So you can uh, see this content on my YouTube channel, on Spotify, and don't hesitate to go on each of each uh, each of my guests today. Follow them; they are so inspiration. And um, yeah, bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs>